0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 45th episode of Breaching Extinction. We had a little interruption in our programming because J35, or Tulequa had a baby, and Ellie was there for it, and she saw Superpod, and she had an amazing time, and there's like a whole another southern resident so we're pretty stoked so obviously we're gonna talk about that this week because it's brand new um also i in announcements met the drummer from the killers and i will share that story at the end of this episode because i showed him the video orca demise uh but hope you guys enjoy it Awesome. Okay, so we interrupted and pushed back all of our other episodes because Ellie saw a baby and we're going to talk about the baby. Yeah. Ah! How do so, you feel for a seal? So
1: enthusiastic for a seal. Uh, I,
0: I hope that we have new listeners that haven't heard any of our poor episodes and just like listen to that. <laughs> That's how Ellie and I greet each other. You say, how do you feel for a seal? How do you feel for a seal. I oh, feel for a seal. I feel for a seal. Uh, so much joy. I'm full of joy and pancakes right now. Like, cause baby whales and we love it. Baby. Oh my gosh. Oh. So obviously, um, everybody who's in the loop with the whales, which I think is most of the people that listen to this podcast, um, know that J35 had a baby. Um, what? and yes, so Yes, J35 was the mom who two years ago pushed her dead calf around on her rostrum for 18 days. And she just had another baby, and Ellie saw it, and Ellie's going to tell us all about it. Oh my god, Ellie, tell us about the baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I myself didn't see it, but Sarah took a picture of it with her telephoto lens from, like, a mile away. Because, like, I, it, somewhere in there, like, during all the Superpod excitement, Talika kind of, like took her son, Notch, and this new baby off to by themselves and, like, kind of hung out. Um, but Sarah, when we were kind of on the second tour of the day, incoming to go watch all that was going on, she, like, saw this group by themselves, and she was like, well, that's weird, and then took the photo. And she was like, oh, my God, I've never seen this Finn before. And Sarah is, like, so, so good with identifying um whales like i don't personally know anybody who is as good as her at recognizing fins so she was like i can't believe this is happening and so so kind of backing up like at the start of the day j prod has been in the salish Sea, the inland waters of like the san juans and the gulf islands and all that for it, it has been five days at that point it's, it it came in september 1st um just out of the blue. Like usually we get like some sort of warning that they're incoming from like either a hydrophone or people along the south end of Vancouver Island who who've spotted them. We had no warning. Like we got we got the we got the notification from somebody on shore who's like, "Oh, I see one lone killer whale by themselves." And we had like my 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 initial hope had been, "Oh, it's going to be the T46s. It's this amazing family with this crazy history and I love watching them, and, I lo- and that's, like, the, the great-grandmother of the gray calf we have up here. So that was kind of my initial hope. And then my captain, as I was checking in our passengers that day, pulled me aside. and He was like, it's J-Pod. I was like, are you sh- me? Like, I could, I, I did not censor myself no. whatsoever. I was so excited. So they were in for five days, and then that morning, there had been reports of l-pod whales coming in and like every report was like there are a lot of whales coming in and so I like I was super excited because that meant like other whales were coming and I was gonna see more whales and then a couple other people were like yeah but usually when those whales come in and j has been in a while they usually come in and swoop them out so we were, there was this kind of tension of like what's gonna happen mm-hmm. So j had been down on the shallow area in the Strait of Juan de Fuca called Hind Bank, which is a really good place for them to find fish. So we went, at, we went down to go see them. And at first, they were kind of just spread out foraging, doing normal behaviors. We are cruising along. You know, I don't remember who we were watching at the time. But all of a sudden, like, it was like a, a switch flipped. And they just started porpoising west. Like, just like, like moving as fast as they could and so we're kind of we're cruising along with them you know within respectful distance and respectful speed but we're 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 watching all these whales just like all of a sudden book it and then i they started forming a line and i i i'd never seen a resting line before so i was like getting super excited just by that it's like oh my god it's like a classic southern resident resting line tell our listeners
0: what is a resting line for people who are new to this is
1: when all the whales all the whales line up together and like kind of coordinate with each other and just start like breathing together and moving together just super close because usually when they're foraging or they're traveling they're super spread out Mm -hmm. because they're looking for fish but like they all glommed together and just formed this line moving west and then we heard over the radio, another captain who was a few, few yards away from a few hundred yards away from us was like, I see LPod." And they were doing the same exact thing. And so Captain Allen, my, the captain I was on board with that day, looked in his binos and saw, saw L-Pod. And, they, and he was like, oh, my God, we're about to see a greeting ceremony, which I'd never seen before. And like nobody around here has seen in a while
0: okay tell our listeners what is a greeting ceremony a
1: greeting ceremony so so i'm gonna describe to you what exactly is happened so like i said all those whales spread out all of a sudden they start porpoising together like moving moving getting in that resting line and so these two pods are in resting lines heading towards each other and a greeting ceremony is like when two of these pods are coming together for the first time and it could have been weeks it could have been you know days we don't know but they line up and then they dive real deep and mm-hmm. like roll together and swirl together and then like all of a sudden there were breaching whales everywhere. Oh what? <laughs> like breaching and rolling. You have videos, right? All you like, social behavior. Oh like, my god. Oh my god, I haven't seen you in days. Like how are you? I miss you. It was like I'm, I'm sure there was mating going on. There was other really cool behaviors. There was just, just like whale soup. It was whale soup was fantastic. It was amazing. and I was crying the entire time because amazing. this is my first greeting ceremony ever. And and then before that, there had also been a rumor of, I think it was the K13s had been seen behind L-Pod. So like I'm getting even more jazzed because I'm like, oh my God, K-Pod's right behind them. And so we're leaving, as we're leaving the scene to go drop off our our first tour and then pick up the second tour, K-Pod starts showing up. Stop. So this was the first, so when JK and L-Pod all come together, that's what we call a super pod. And this was the first super pod off of San Juan Island in the last four years.
0: I'm like going to cry right
1: now. (laughs) I'm like already crying.
0: So K-Pod starts showing up.
1: K-Pod starts showing up. And, like, I I, I beg Alan, because, like, I'm not, I wasn't actually, like, on tour for the second trip. Like, I was I was supposed to be on the morning trip, yes. and then there was an afternoon trip that Sarah was going to be on. So I beg Alan, and I beg Sarah, I'm like, please let me go on this tour. And they're like, okay, it's... it's as long as nobody on board is like against it for health reasons of course like we'll let you on and so i go out and like we hear over the radio oh i see the calf <laughs> there, there is so so the thing about it is you know with this population like having a calf is really exciting but it's also like there's Scary. a lot of anxiety up with that because these animals you know, traditionally in the last 5, 10, 15 years have not been getting enough food to keep a calf healthy. And of course, the last calf that Tahlequah had didn't survive half an hour. And so, and so there's this kind of like, don't, don't say anything until like somebody confirms it. And then we got out there and Sarah saw that group together off like a mile away and took the photo and was like, I've never seen that animal before, and it's with Tahlequah, and it's with Notch.
0: And this is, and you said the first greeting ceremony was Superpod in four years.
1: Off of San Juan Island. I'm sure that there have been Superpod out in the west end of the Strait of Juan de Fuca, like, out on the west side of Vancouver Island. But, like, this is the first one off of San Juan Island in four years. So it was a really big deal. And, like, the first greeting ceremony anybody's seen in a while as well i'm sure so yeah
0: and And the baby was there and And the freaking baby was there your first super pod a baby
1: (laughs) there were whales spread out for a mile like just like socializing and porpoising and then you know milling around and doing their thing and then all of a sudden like another another flip switched and like they all just started booking it for san juan's west side (laughs) <laughs> so like we're all texting people on shore we're like go to the west side go to the west side and uh and yeah and and, yeah.
0: and there were 73 whales in there was it wait, was all yeah. of k pod there
1: all of all of j's all of k's all of l's what david Elfrit and ken balco of the center for whale, whale research were both in their boats out there counting whales taking pictures of each individual everybody was there
0: Oh my god! I'm speechless. I can't. I'm gonna cry. You're? Are you crying right? It looks like you're. Yes. I,
1: I've been crying like on and off for like the last however many days. Like um, it's just like. What? It's such a big deal. What? I, I mean, a that means there's fish there for them to eat, and I mean. This this was the first May. Like the Fraser River didn't catch any salmon, which is the river that kind of predominantly provides chinook salmon. So we were kind of right. kind of worried about what the San Juan Islands were going right. to look like in terms of amount of fish. But we think like other there are other sources like the Elwha or the Nooksack that are that have had dams removed or had like habitat restoration done on them that have kind of supplemented a little bit. So there's enough fish there and they were like healthy enough and well fed enough that even if there weren't fish there like to historic levels that they could expend the energy to hang out there for a little bit and they were all looking super good they look super healthy
0: uh, that is so. such good news
1: mm-hmm. i uh,
0: i'm city- like so hopeful for this calf it's It definitely is nerve-wracking because of, like, what happened and, like, the state of our environment. But, like, in my gut, I think that this one's going to be okay. Yeah. I hope.
1: So, yeah. So that's kind of the thing that, like, all of us are going through, right? Is, like, yeah, it's really exciting that we have this calf. However, you know, we don't know, like, what next year is going to look like in terms of salmon. We don't know what the year after that's going to look like. We, like, have no clue what their food's going to look like and if trends continue the way they've been going there's going to be less and less every year. So Cindy Hansen of Orca Network posted on her Facebook. She I mean she's really excited as well. We're all excited but she's like I I've been trying to like like avoid feeling this anticipatory grief this 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 sorrow that something bad will ultimately happen mm-hmm. because you know circumstances are dire so we kind of just really we're, we're hoping that we can use this as like a call to action like hey this baby and her mom or his mom we don't know the gender yet you know they need fish mm-hmm. they, need, they need they need prey they need food we need to we need to fix the open net fish farm issue up in bc we need to commit to river habitat restoration all up and down the West Coast. We need to commit to um, fixing the issues of climate, that climate change has caused, because mm-hmm. we're now understanding that another factor contributing to the decline and decline in size as well as population of fish is, is climate change, is availability of food, is all these different things. Um, and we need to get those freaking dams down.
0: I know. So we did just have like another public comments period and like yeah no i feel all the same things that you guys are talking about with like that anticipated grief because like when i saw that like when i saw that she had the baby i cried for a lot of reasons it was like wow this is so exciting this is so hopeful but also like is it gonna die like are we gonna lose another calf and then can that whale emotionally handle that losing another calf like that like, will she be okay? You yeah. know? Because um, obviously they're they're very emotional animals, and we see that they have a different part of their brains that humans don't even have, which is theorized to process emotions. So I, you know, will she be able to make it? Will the calf be able to make it? And yeah. we just have to, like, it's just fresh. It's like, uh, Like, I just kind of feel like, it's an echo chamber. Like, all of us whale people are just, like, yelling at each other. Not yelling at each other, but just yelling. And we're all around each other of, like, take the dams down, do this and that. And, like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, what else? We need to do something different. <laughs> like, but this is even more motivation that they need to go down right now because there's a baby. And, like, there's not very many reproductive females left in the Southern Residence. So... Right. And aren't there uh, um, like a lack of reproductive males as well?
1: There there're not a lot, that's for sure. There's a few youngsters who are likely going to if they survive come into that age and that that size that reproductive females prefer. Um but they yeah, they need the fish to get to that age, of course. Um I have been so going back to that whole emotional processing thing. Like I have actually been in email contact with one of my passengers from that day and you know he's a writer and she's really interested in all that and like i told her i was like a lot of my colleagues and i we've been discussing this and we absolutely believe that you know LK, l's and k's understand and the j's that are not taliqua as well like understand like how hard it was for her i mean that's 17 days of carrying your baby on top of your head in greece i mean that's mm-hmm. so unprecedented for this population and it's like absolutely they all came together because of this baby like that baby was a day old they estimate when when l's and k's came in and like they i i for sure believe that they understood not only like that it's it's special because it's a calf but it's even more special because it's j35's calf like like, (laughs) it's just i mean they and, and and i told this gal it was like you know these animals grieve just like we do and they probably feel it even deeper than we do because they're so emotionally intelligent, you know. So, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> they probably are.
0: We're gonna like cut this out, but geez, Louise. Oh, <laughs> these whales, man. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. So we just have to like fight harder. Like, and that. Oh my gosh. Like i mean if that is true which like there's i don't think there's a scientific way to study that like gosh like that just like hits me right in the heart like that's so sweet of those whales jesus christ this is embarrassing okay (laughs) sorry do you remember that time when we were at the lower and i was just like crying because i loved whales (laughs) And then they gave me extra chicken tenders because I think they thought I had, like, an actual (laughs) issue, but I just loved whales. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) I feel like it's happening again.
1: Um, Oh, I I spent my entire morning tour, like bawling my eyes out like I had one lady offer me tissues I had another lady sitting with me on the back like patting me on the shoulder like it's gonna be okay and I'm like no you don't understand like this (laughs) is such a big deal and I didn't even know there was a calf yet
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and then the calf is there and I'm like uh, I mean that's just so amazing that like you know I I think that the fact that they come together to like their place like what historically has been their home to celebrate like this baby being born you know um or to be there with her like when this happens and like uh, that's just like so beautiful that in a time of like you know when they know that that whale probably needs more support than like anybody else that they're able to come together i mean obviously we don't know if this is true but this is like this is all theory but like you know it's that's just wild you know (laughs) There's something to to be said about that, and like I, it just like it just goes to show like that they are so worth fighting for. Like not that they weren't worth fighting for before, they totally are. But like I feel like it just really elevates like why these animals are so special and so important and need to be here. I totally
1: agree.
0: Um. (laughs) Oh, freaking whales,
1: man! I know yeah so all of that all of that's come out um center of whale research confirmed um all of that and then uh, in their announcement their official announcement they also announced my favorite whale j41 eclipse is also pregnant and like in her late stages of pregnancy <laughs> this might not be the first calf of 2020 our fingers crossed oh my gosh
0: Also, um, I remember an episode where we talked about um needing to study to find out if zodiac signs are real by studying the whales and we have confirmed that (laughs) J fifty seven is a fur (laughs) 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 like Ellie. So and then you need to keep an eye on Eclipse's cap so that we can find out what zodiac (laughs) sign it has. (laughs) Oh my God. That's what this is about. Not about saving the population and getting numbers up, but finding out Zodiac signs are real.
1: Oh. I mean they, they totally all have their own personalities and like their own like little quirks and such. Like
0: God. And is that why Eclipse is your favorite?
1: She's just, she's so, like Monica and I were saying in in my interview with her, like, she's just objectively the best. Objectively (laughs) the best. She's just, she's so small and she's just, she's the, she's so, she is the youngest mother in that population. She had her, her first calf, I think right before she turned 10. And, um, I just, I always have amazing experiences with her. Um, she was the first whale I ever like was able to identify by myself. Amazing. And uh I just every, I, I just watch her and like I'm just amazed at her. I'm amazed at all of them, of course. I've got I've got special places for a couple others, like J thirty seven and J twenty seven. But like she's
0: That's your whale I'm just so, Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. She's my girl. She's your girl.
1: She's
0: my girl. That's how I feel about the T so. thirty six A's. Those are my girls
1: yeah oh for
0: sure and literally have them tattooed on me because like i need those whales around forever oh my gosh so eclipse was there too obviously because everyone Mm -hmm. was there Uh, yeah so
1: i I, 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 I didn't meet but i saw l124 whistle for the first time as well which i didn't even realize like i was going through my photos the other day and it was like oh my god he was right there I, I have so many really good pictures of him, and I didn't even know. Oh, my God.
0: Okay, so I, like, called you immediately after you posted that there were 73 whales, like, right when you got off the boat, and you told me that you heard vocalizing. So tell tell oh, everyone about the vocalizing.
1: God. Best vocalizations I've ever heard. Um, yeah, it was just... And you could hear... So each pod has, like, their own accent, right? So, like a lot of the acoustics specialists will tell you like J's sound like donkeys and K's oh, sound like yes. I think L's, I don't remember exactly. I think it's parrots or birds or something like that. But like you could hear all of it. You could hear like all the different accents. You could hear all the different calls. And then we were playing it on the hydrophone and the whales kind of snuck up on us and one of them vocalized out of water. And we think it was in response to the kind of delayed um the the sound that was kind of delayed coming out of the speaker
0: (laughs) amazing they're like i have something to tell you
1: oh my god yeah it was amazing and they were like vocalizing through the hall and just like and when that and just as like an aside like for those of you who are concerned about the safety of whales whenever like they pop up next to us and surprise us we always shut the engines down we don't want to like you know mm-hmm. we don't want to interrupt their behavior yeah but it was just it was a magical evening and i i've told everybody i'm like this this that day is going to stick with me for the rest of my life oh
0: no doubt you had the best day of your life you've peaked <laughs> yeah um congratulations you're not even 30 and you have already peaked <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <know>. it happens <laughs>
1: i told my mom for my 30th birthday i wanted to go see northern residents i wanted to go kayak with northern residents because i wanted to see what a healthy resident population looked like and then i got to see them like shortly after my 29th birthday like like southern residents behaving in a way that's healthy and happy and so
0: okay well we're still going to go kayak with the northern residents and i already invited myself on this trip like a year ago
1: so (laughs) i just want to reinitiate that
0: i'm coming with you or we could go see belugas oh my goodness
1: you love belugas
0: you would love them too yeah they're just like derpy and awkward and like (laughs) white and chunky (laughs) that's all you need that's all you need but we should yes we're definitely taking you to see some northern residents we will kayak to the northern residents oh my gosh that's how uh, that's how my boss jeff
1: friedman got his start He went up to Johnstone Strait and went with went out with Spirit of the West tours and like kayak with Northern Residents and then he's been coming back to San Juan's until for every every year until he bought uh, Jim Maya's part of uh, Maya's Legacy and now he's he's been here ever since.
0: Amazing. I I feel like once you go to that place, like I mean, there's lots of places like you move anywhere and it sticks with you, but like the San Juan Islands is like one of those places that like really sticks with you yeah like uh, forever and always and then you keep going back like you know i've been in monterey for however many months now i don't know what month is it september like nine months now little less than that yeah and just like i like i've never felt homesick and i feel homesick for the san juans all the time and like i want to get back there so bad um but yeah I mean it it just has that effect on you once you go, you mm-hmm. want to keep going back, and like not only just because of like the wildlife and like the beauty of the islands, but the people and the culture in the San Juans is something remarkable within itself too. So, well, yeah, just keep going back and going back and finding more whales how are the How are the transients doing?
1: Oh, our bigs are good. We've been seeing the T-65 B's for
0: uh-huh. the
1: last couple of days. She's, so speaking of whale personalities, she is probably the most introverted whale I've ever met in my life. Because the T-18s have been hanging around also for a few days. And like, if you're like an average female killer whale, like you see those big boys and you're like, yeah, let's, let's hang out. Let's, uh, let's go on a date. <laughs> let's go on a and like this, this chick has no interest. She's like, I just want to hang out. She's gay.
0: T- She's gay. <laughs> Whales just, gay. Whales can be they, gay. Whales can be gay. I'm telling
1: you, they they regularly demonstrate.
0: As a gay, uh, my gaydar says this whale is also a gay. <laughs>
1: She's just, like, well, even, like, I think I was talking to Sarah about it, and, like, she's, like, the only other whales I've ever seen her interact with are, like, T65As and maybe the 99s, and that's it.
0: Are those, like, are there boys in that pod, or?
1: 99s, I think there are some young younger males. Okay. But I don't
0: know. She's gay. Washable.
1: That's right. We gotta fight for
0: those LBGT whale rights. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that's really cute. I'm glad that the whales are there. Have you seen the 36 A's at all? Oh no, you. I've seen them one summer. You what? Sh- you froze for a second. Okay, you saw them when?
1: I saw them
0: a month ago. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, they've they were around for like a week, and I think there was a day when I wasn't out on the water that they were here, but they they scooted up north pretty fast. didn't hang around as much as they did
0: last year yeah that's so so rude of them but i understand they have things to do (laughs) it's nicer in
1: canada anyways
0: well i mean that's true so so i guess that's (laughs) true on land and in the water that Canada's nicer but oh well nice oh my gosh well that was like such an amazing story and i'm so glad that that like are you kidding me that that's your first greeting ceremony and there's like and it's like it's not just any baby it's to baby and like you were there for that and you heard the vocalize and all that stuff like uh, you can die now like you've you there's nothing else in your life that you need to do or see like you Well,
1: I, I wanna see J forty one's calf, but that's
0: about it. Okay. Alright, so we'll wait for that and then <laughs> and then the and then if twenty twenty decides to be the year that the world ends, then it'll be okay. 'Cause you'll yeah, have seen and then you'll have seen the whales. Right. <laughs> yeah. So if it could just hold off on the fires and the COVID and the hurricanes and everything, that'd be nice. Um, just until we see the whales. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh
0: um do you have anything else you care to share oh
1: gosh i mean the usual we need to get those freaking dams down but I swear to God. Then, yeah. yeah that's that's about
0: it get the freaking dams down i'm sick get of it
1: freaking dams down
0: i did have somebody send me a message and they're from the east coast and they were like I wish there was more that I could do. I'm from the East Coast. Um, There actually is a whole lot y'all can do. And I sent her a message back and was like, hey, like, you can actually write and those letters are heard, like, these are, like, America's whales. Like, these are the American killer whales. So, like, it's important that, you know, if the more people we have on board. So, like, if anybody's listening and they don't and they feel like maybe because they're from another state or even if you're from another country, like, we've got, like, PNW Protectors Europe that does a lot of stuff. And there's, like, a lot of people, like... A lot of french people that have been trying to help with this too so anybody can help with it so write letters if you don't know what to do send us a message we'll help you find the things to do check out our website it has like i tried to make it easy for people to find educational resources and ways to help so uh, check that out and if there's something more that you guys need or what you think would be helpful um let me know and i'll i will add it to the website so www.breachingextinction.com gang gang. Hey, gang
1: gang
0: gang oh my I gosh
1: i that in such a long time gang gang yeah
0: but what are the other phrases that you haven't let's see i'm trying to think of other phrases
1: let's spill the t-sis or
0: something like that spill the t-sis spicy gang gang like- no no pro. <laughs> That was fine, that was mine. That
1: was, mine.
0: <laughs> that was a good one. I gave it to you, yes, that was a good one. um yes, so gang gang, <laughs> that's how we're ending this. um, but thank you so much for telling everyone. sorry, I cried, um, amazing, yeah. but I'm so glad the whales are 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 doing whale things like this is hopeful and it's like motivation and obviously i'm sure lots of people have anxiety and like kind of a twisted gut feeling about this you know just because it's scary but just keep pushing and like i i genuinely don't think there's any way that we can fail like there's endangered species that have been recovered who didn't have the backing that the southern residents do and like It's just gonna take a long time, and if we continue to be persistent, we will get things done, like little by little, you know. Which is annoying because we live in a culture of instant gratification, and also like why, like we want dams down right now, like today. Like I'll physically go remove them myself if you give me the tools, uh, teach me. But you know, (laughs) like I, I get that that's not what's happening. So just. I encourage people to continue to be persistent, even when it's difficult or frustrating, and use this like little bit of motivation, you know, to kind of power you through these tougher times. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Ellie just did like a lo- nice little like head bob. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. As always, if you guys want to keep supporting this, check out our social media. Give us a follow, like, rate us on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Buy some merch, write a letter, do whatever floats your boat. Um, But yeah, thanks so much for joining us. That was super amazing uh if you guys want to hear another pretty cool story you can stick around for like the next two minutes and listen to uh the story of the time that i met uh ronnie vanucci from the killers and showed him my music video so gang gang
1: okay so okay. it
0: is um yes it is wednesday it's September wednesday night. My, wednesday my play. dudes Wednesday my dudes, And we're at Alvarado Street Brewery in Monterey Mm -hmm. And Erica just met the drummer of The Killers Yeah And she went up and shared um, some facts about whales And shared her video So Erica, let's hear it So like obviously um, I wanted to show him Orchid Demise Because like let's raise awareness for the whales So I got like a little bit drunk before Because like I couldn't do that (laughs) Sober So I I chugged a glass of Chardonnay Made my way out there walk up to this table, this man sitting there with his friend, I'm like, hey, can I bother you a, for a second, and then like stutter, and I'm like shaking, right, and he's like, yes, sure, bother me, and I was like, my name's Erica, I'm from, like, I'm, I live here in Monterey, I really like whales, he's like, what kind of whales, like humpbacks, brays? I was like, killer whales, he goes, oh, like the killers, <laughs> and I was like, yes, um, so I have this podcast about the whales, for the whales, and there's this group of endangered whales, and they like, need help, but I made a video it like to Mr. Brightside, but for these whales, and I just thought I would like share it with you. Like, if you're interested in that, if you want to see it, and he was like, "Yes, sure." And this man, this man wanted to see it. Are you? Ca- thank you. Mm-hmm. Good. Much appreciated. Can I be like a really picky, obnoxious person, real quick? Mm-hmm. Can I get a little bit more avocado? Just because they really skimped the avocado. Is that okay? Um, Thank you. Yes. So Emily's getting more avocado. <laughs> um, that's important to the storyline. Where were we with the storyline? Okay. So I man. was telling him. So I show him. And I'm like, this is my video. These are these whales. And his friend is like, what can I do right now? And I was like, write a letter to Jay Inslee. And then he was like, no, but like right now. I was like, you could share this video. So I show them Orca Demise. And that's the story of the time that i had to get drunk and he was really cool he let me take a photo with him <laughs> and it was great and this man is gonna share that i just mostly don't want to forget because i am drunk right now
1: <laughs>
0: are you like i'm definitely tipsy like i don't drink and then i do drink and then i'm like on the floor like i'm notorious for having two drinks and being <laughs> face Alright, this is the last. I'm cutting you off. Okay, this is the last wine I'm allowed to have before Emily cuts me off. But that's the story. It was a great night. It was a great night. Everything happens for a reason. And I just pray that this... What I won't do for the whales. she's like, low-key, that's embarrassing what I was doing on the camera for the whales. But that's what I'll do for the residents, you know? people are going to laugh. They're going to laugh. So, gang, gang. Gang, 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 gang. Okay, peace, love, whales.